Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. They may have ended their engagement 25 years ago, but Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Pitt say they still love each other. Well, at least as friends anyway. But I wonder how common is it for former partners to maintain the platonic bond? Is it a good idea? Um, The clinical psychotherapist and author of Relationships on the Edge, Stephanie Regan, is with me in studio. Is this common? Hi, Andrea. Um, is it common? I think the maybe it's not as common as we'd like it to be because I think there's a lot of negativity around exes, a lot of um, a lot of uh, I suppose in our in our minds even I think people feel it's it's something negative, you know, something had to end, somebody made a mistake, somebody wasn't good enough, you know. But I suppose I look at it kind of differently, and I think isn't it's kind of a journey. And I, I thought the Gwyneth Paltrow, Brad Pitt thing, what mm. I saw in that and the way even I went back over, obviously, the, the interview just to get a sense of it. And she really just said, you know, I've, I have so much love for you and, and he the same. And I think, like, it's not the in love, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. A, and there are many people in life that we love because they've been a big part of our journey, big part of sort of becoming who you are. And, and I think that that's what I really picked up in what they said. They're not still yearning for each other. They're not still lusting after each other. They're, they're both really happy in their world and, or so it seems. Mm. And, but these, this p- person from their past has been, they can value and see the, the big part that they played. Yeah. And, and I mean, I must say as somebody who has an ex, uh, you know, in marriage as well, I would always feel, I never felt that huge negativity. I always felt we'd both travelled our journey, we'd both tried, we'd both done all we could and to be that sort of be for each other, but it didn't work. And, and I think that's okay. You yeah. don't have to, it doesn't have to be rubbish just because it didn't work out. But that's the thing though. Sometimes there is I imagine more so the practical considerations around it where, you know, maybe yeah. you have children, you yes. know, and, and that there needs to be maybe the maintenance of that relationship. That's where it's really important. Yeah. I mean, I suppose we're thinking of it there in exes without children and, you know, a connection without, um, as you say, without the whole responsibility of that. But when it's when there are children, then it's massively important that there is respect and there is a kind of shared understanding and some way of cooperating and all of that. Because kids really, that's what they really suffer from post-divorce. So, mm. so I, I suppose what this sort of rises in, in a way is, isn't it okay to, to ha- is it okay and at times isn't it imperative to have that kind of benign regard for somebody who has been in your life even if it has not worked out. Yeah. 1800 453 106 is the number if you have a question for Stephanie um, on this today because w- one of the things when I mentioned this a little earlier Stephanie, mm-hmm. one of the points that the people made is that you often find it um, that, you know, maybe the, the new partner has a difficulty with their now current partner maintaining this friendship yes. um, with somebody from, from school or college or an ex from, from down through the years. And, and people talking about, well, how do you say, listen, I don't want you to be friends with Stephanie anymore? Hmm. It's kind of a big thing to say, I think. Um, yes, but at the same time, I think you have to look at what the friendship holds. I mean, um, we were talking there about just regard for somebody who is in your life and you see occasionally. I think it's another thing to have an active friendship 
with an ex, you know, where you are in a new relationship um, or even in a steady, long, longer term relationship. And then there is this consistent friendship with, with uh, you know, an ex, a person who was in your life in a romantic way. I think that you do have to negotiate that a little bit. I think that it's certainly possible to have it as long, you know, in a positive, healthy way. You're mm. not from, a, say, that individual's point of view. It doesn't mean that you're you're wanting to be back with them or, as I say, that you're still holding kind of uh, you know, strong feelings for the person, but rather that you still love, regard and like them. If that's the case, that's that's fine. Yeah. But think about the partner. You have to think about your partner who is, this person is not part of their life and you, they have to be secure in it. And I think you do have to consider that. Not everybody is able for that. Um, maybe in an ideal world, we would be able to just disregard the fact. But mostly possessiveness is kind of a certain level of healthy possessiveness is part of sort of minding your relationship. You know, it's a healthy response to sort of wanting to keep your relationship intact and safe. So so I see some of it as, you know, I think you have to disassemble it a little bit in mm-hmm. that way. It's what you want and, and then you have to consider your partner. But where, where you have your current partner who wants, you know, all memory of the previous ex gone, the photographs from from holidays, you know, mm. 10 years well, ago. That's, were that's excessive. I think that's excessive. And I think it's um, it's a way of sort of not being able to contend with the whole person that you are. I mean, we all come to any relationship with our own story, with our own past. And in your past is important because it's what's made you who you are. Mm. And 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 mistakes are part of our past. You know, they're part of what we do to learn who we are. And as they say, kiss a lot of frogs and sleep with a lot of frogs. It's what happens. I'm sorry. And you have to just accept that. Yeah. And if somebody is so possessive that they find it difficult that you have this past, then I think that's that's an issue that needs addressing. Okay. And yes. how do you do that? How do you address well, it? I think you have to be straight up. You have to challenge it. I'm not willing to to erase, erase my, my whole life. Yeah. In any way, I would I would scent that. I would pick up that scent in the conversation mm. early on. And people usually do pick these things up early on, but kind of ignore them. It's not okay. It's not healthy for somebody to be that. Uh, jealous of your past. I would see it as a, as, a, as a bit of a, a red flag, maybe a pink to red flag. Right. Is that what it is? It's jealousy. It's um, yes. It's threatened. O- over possessive that the person okay. maybe feels maybe feels threatened by it, maybe feels also um, uh, distrustful. And maybe that's a core thing in them. Mm. You know, people obviously have we come we come to love from a different place in us. Some people have a very secure attachment kind of way and they feel steady inside. They're not threatened by by love. But other people do feel that that love is a big risk. Yeah. You know? uh, this listener here has got in touch, Stephanie, and says, yes. I'm married for a year. I have a friend who was an ex. Uh, for the last 21 years. We live now in different continents. He's also married, but we catch up every two or three months. He's an important part of my life and in a way I feel we've contributed to each other's development as people. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 why should she not have um, a contact with him? I mean, I think it's also, I mean, I, I would completely, you know, go along with that. I think that sounds healthy, good, um, lovely for her. They're in a different continent. Where's the threat? You know, you have a, we have lots of internalised loves that we keep mm. and, and he has been a big part of her sort of journey and I think that's really nice. This listener as well says, my ex and I broke up on good terms about five years ago and said we would love to stay friends. I'm with my now current girlfriend for four years. I haven't spoke to my ex since we broke up and I know if I contacted her, it'd be a deal breaker. Even if I spoke to her for a minute on a night out, it would probably cause a fight. Deleted all photographs of us as soon as we broke up. Something I highly regret. 
Mm. He deleted them. Is that what I'm? Su- I'm assuming suggesting? under yes. being told to his house. I've read yeah. that message. Yeah, and and feels that he, it sounds like he's saying that it feels like it would be a deal breaker yeah. with his new with partner. the current partner of four with years. The current partner. I mean, I I think that you do have to be well, careful. That's the pink flag you talked about. Yeah, I think it can be both sides. It's a it's a it's a it's a flag you have to watch because in a way, when people give you ultimatums in relationships, I I just think careful because. This is the beginning of your relationship. If you're planning to go long term, there'll yeah. be a lot of times and a lot come. of things you this don't is want. Four years in. Yeah, four years in and should be secure enough. We should be secure enough with each other to trust. Because remember, there are no guarantees. There's no balls and chain. Marriage isn't a ball and chain anymore either. The only thing you have that holds you together is actually the happiness between you. So, you know, because people can walk anytime. So why can you have to think about that if 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 you're trying to in many ways insist you don't talk to her you don't talk to him you don't see her yeah. you don't delete that I, I bin think, that yeah. yes it's a way of it's a sort of piecemeal way of trying to control your partner not a healthy thing trust is what you need to build on there in my view Stephanie Regan clinical psychotherapist and author of Relationships on the Edge Stephanie thanks a million thanks uh, so much, lots, Andrea. Of, lots of good advice there uh, for us today Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.